people need to understand that where they are is not where they're going to stay. If you've got a fixed mindset and you don't think your actions are going to help at all, you're going to stay exactly where you are and you're going to sway to your emotional wheel. It's about having that growth mindset, knowing that you can, through your efforts, change the outcome. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. As you know, my name's Rick Nusky, and actually, for those who have never been with us before, welcome to the show. Not sure how you found us, but I'm sure you're in for a trip, because on today's show, I'm with the wonderful Shay Fox. Welcome to the show, Shay. Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm very well. I've got two feet and a heartbeat, I like to say. I can't really complain too much. Now, you and I, we're going to be talking about your work as a mindset training and nutrition coach at Fox Fit Elite Coaching, and we're going to actually take a deep dive in how you can overcome personal vices, master your mindset, and crush your training and nutrition requirements with your three-step simple system, that's a mouthful, that oh, anyone yeah. with a smartphone can use to achieve long-lasting results. Now, before we do that, I, I know that you have a an incredibly powerful backstory. So um, let's start at the start. Where are you calling in from today? Oh, I'm calling from Noosa. So we're just in the Sunshine Coast here in Queensland, uh, Australia. Very nice, very nice. Well, look, I'm in McLaren Vale, so I'm just a, a stone's throw away in South Australia. But um, one, the one thing I can ask you about uh, the East Coast at the moment, are you getting smashed with uh, bad weather up there at the second? Yeah, it just started raining. I was, I was just out uh, driving around before. And uh, and yeah, it's just started raining. But it's not. it's only just started. Last yeah, wow. Hour. Yeah. So what do you love about Noosa? Oh, mate, the beaches. I love the beaches. Absolutely <laughs> love them. Yeah. Now, I can, I can um, you know, go into great depths about so many different things, but what we normally do, and it's customary for us to, you know, learn a little bit about not, not only where you are and the things that you like doing, but there's one thing I saw in your reels was you jet skiing, and it looks like you had a great time with a friend. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we like to go out. It was usually on, so he works up in Gympie, so he, he's in kind of inland a bit, so he doesn't get to go out as much. So we have like a one set day that we go out, which is on a Tuesday. Yep. We just like to go up and down the river and jump some waves, and then we'll go around to a couple of the points and you know, just check out the waves. So yeah, I really enjoy that. And that's my, uh, that's my really close mate, Luke. Yeah, I, I noticed that uh, in the ride up there, he, he was there when you needed him the most. How, how important are friends to you? Oh my God, he was unbelievable. He was the one person that stood by that stood by me and called me every evening when I was at my worst, because he could sense it. Like we were communicating during those times. Yep. And he just being being a long friend like that, like I've known him for fifteen years. He was just always there, and I, I guess he could pick up on on how bad it was for me. And, and yeah, so to have someone there's amazing, amazing that you can talk to and rely on is is phenomenal. Yeah, that's great insight. Thank you very much. Uh, now, tell me, do you like movies? And if so, what I do love you watch? Yeah, I love movies. I like Fight Club. Fight Club is great. But I'm also a big Robert Downey Jr. fan oh, and the Mar yeah. Marvel movies. I oh. love my Marvel movies. <laughs> well, they haven't seemed to have done much lately. I think they're about due for something new, don't you think? Yeah, well, I think they, they had the Ant-Man series come out and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, the Marvel, once the Marvel uh, Avengers series came through, I was pretty, pretty excited for those. So you, you're much of an Ant-Man fan? I'm not. I don't really uh, know. Not, not particularly, no. He's just one of the... One of the <laughs> He's all right, he's all right. But I'm more of like a, I'm more of a Thor, Hulk, yeah, yeah. Iron Man one. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a Thanos guy myself. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the villain, you know. It's all in the story, which you've got an amazing story to tell. Now, I know that uh, you've had a great deal of uh, involvement in the music scene. Tell us a bit about your DJing. What's your favourite music? And are you still well, doing it? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it at all. I, I had thought about it, getting back into it, but... Look, I'm I'm really on a on a completely different journey now, and I've, I feel like I've kind of done that. I've done the DJing, I've done, done the it to night death. and I've and I've done it more than most. I've done it more. I went so far as to buy a nightclub through it, and and 
really got into the party scene heavily, the drugs, the alcohol. So Yeah, all the rest uh, of it. Yeah, so I, I really, I'd done enough of the DJing. I loved it. I did it for about seven years and transitioned out of that as using it as kind of a, a support thing whenever, whenever I needed a DJ, I could always rely on myself because yep. I own the club, you know, so <laughs> to have that kind of, you know, safety net there. But, um, but yeah, so I've, I've gone, gone through that and, and went to, um, went to buy a club and, and yeah, and that was, that was kind of the, the beginning and the end of my, my entertainment career. <laughs> well, tell me, what did you learn about running a business by owning one? Oh, what? I mean, you grew everyone, up pretty quick. Yeah, you're very quick. But the party, it's it's not everyone wants to party there because they're all in that mood. But you're there every night, so you shouldn't be the one trying to party with everyone there every night. Yeah. And so, and and that took me, you know, a lot because I I'm a very I feel I'm I'm a very sensitive person, so I'm, I always am sensitive to how people are feeling. So I try and get on their level a lot, which kind of you know didn't work in my favor because I'd always just end up using drugs to kind of get on the same level as mm. everyone else, and I and I could never say no. That was my issue as well. Well, that's the thing. We'll talk about mindset and, uh, I guess, uh, internal strength in a moment. But um, looking through your reels, I didn't see many pets. Have you ever had pets in your life? Do you like pets? Yeah, yeah. I've had a uh, had a little French bulldog a, a while ago, but um, but it was my business partner's dog, and I used to look after him a lot. But no, I haven't had a lot of pets. I um, I'm not big on, I, you know, I'm I'm after looking after myself. Yeah, uh, and and. I've got to get that under control before I go trying to look after something. But I do have a girlfriend. So oh, well, there like, you go. You're making progress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, does she keep you in line? She does. She's fantastic. She's lovely. She's a beautiful soul. Very, very good. Thank you very much for sharing. And this is um, a great part of the call for me, Shay, because it gives context to uh, what you're doing now because I think your backstory is really going to reveal to everybody who's on the call and I bet you there's going to be a lot of people listening that take a lot away from this now before we shift gears and talk about that as somebody who has a physique like you you must look after yourself every single day tell us about your daily routine tell us about definitely. your diet tell us about your nutrition and, and so forth definitely okay well my day starts at 3 30 a.m I'm up I'm up every day at that time no matter what and um, I'm I'm big into the steak and my meat, and, and so I'll have a steak first thing when I wake up, have some pre-workout, head straight to the gym, uh, be there for about two hours, and then I'll head home, have my breakfast or my shake, my post-workout shake, which will yep. have like blueberries, eggs, um, water. It'll have, it'll also have protein powder, yep. has, um, pineapple in it. It's just a little little bomb straight after the after the gym. So. And then I'll, once I get home, I'll, I'll do a little bit of work and then I'll just uh, have my eggs or I'll have some sort of post-workout meal, which yep. would be, you know, but I, I track all my food, so I've got to watch my macros there. So, you know, my, I always blow my fats out with my avos because I love avos. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I'm big. And, and then after that, I'll have maybe some mints. I'll have a mince and rice meal, but really plain. I'm, I'm plain. Like, you know, I, I don't mind having just mints and fruit is, you know, I could live on that. Beautiful. Absolutely live on that. You know, there's lots of complexity for those who want to get caught up in this part of their world. Nutrition can be very complex. And, you know, you hear about electrolytes and you see these, I think they're rubbish drinks coming through nowadays, the likes of the primes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if they're any good, are they? The primes. I haven't had the primes. They're the protein ones. I understand them to be. I've not, I don't know much more about them. No, I haven't. I haven't dipped into them either. I haven't had a look. So you're, uh, do you ever drink coffee or anything like that? Yes, definitely. I, I do like my caffeine. I like my pre-workouts, but I have 
maybe one coffee every morning, every morning, no every matter what. Every morning. Yeah, yeah wow, well, at 3.30 a.m. No, 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 not at 3.30, no, no. So that's, that's something after my post-workout oh, shake. Oh, right. Yep. Oh, well, that's a, that's a relief, otherwise you'd never sleep. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, I tend to not have caffeine after, you know, 2 p.m. is my kind of rule. Yeah, now look, I know that you've uh, taken a chance. You've got, I guess, a, a risk-taking, somewhat of a risk-taking behaviour. You took a chance um, on your on your life, basically, when you when you took drugs. But I think if you go back one step, people who have not met you before and through this show, they're going to need to know about your upbringing. Tell us a little bit about what that was like for you. I had a I had quite a rocky upbringing. There was not much stability there, and there was a lot of physicality from. Uh, physical trauma from my my father at the time he was very physical and significantly abusive um, mm. I, I won't get into that but it was bad enough that the teachers had to take me back take me away from there like they wouldn't let me go home one day and put, and I was put into foster care straight from there so it was and then I was bounced around in foster care for some time a couple of years there between families which was a wild ride because you could never get any friends because you're moving moving homes all the time mm. um, but it was it was a really uprooting uprooting time for me emotionally, and at that point I, I really you know I was at such a young age I was about twelve and I was you know I had to turn inwards had to really realize like how the hell did I get in this situation you know why why am I not good enough and asking those questions at such a young age you know looking back was significant you know I thought that was very significant yeah I was listening to uh, your time on uh, the Awakening podcast recently. Yep. And it yep. was a great call. I really enjoyed it. And I took away some things about that. And I had to ask you, you know, what has um, domestic violence taught you about your own behavior and, and whether or not you become a parent yourself? Are you pre better prepared, do you think? 100%. I'm, I understand it from being in the fearful point where you just want it to stop. When you'll say anything, you'll just to make it stop, like you'll scream. Like, and the thing is, you're, you're quiet. You don't have a voice in that situation. You're just getting clogged. And you're wondering, what are you doing wrong? And I mean, from my point of view as a kid, like, you know, I love my father regardless. Mm. So it was it was hard for me. I don't know from any other point of view than that. You know, I never saw my mother get beaten up because I was really, really quite young. But, um, but yeah, it was only only experienced from my point. It's a tough pill to swallow, you know, and I think it's probably done a lot for your character, your strength mm. and your mindset. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your mindset today and whether or not, you know, are you unwavering in your commitment to things you do nowadays? Yeah, definitely. I've got a process that I've committed to, and I and I took that stand once I got sick. The way my life was going, it was just I was on this downward spiral, and it seemed like one thing after another. And I was just like, "How the hell, How the hell are you going to do this?" Yeah, yeah. And and so I just, you know, I had to cut away all of the distractions, all of the games, all the things that I was using my time for that weren't serving me. And you know that was a staple in keeping me stable yeah. and helping me to to get what I wanted and get after what I wanted. And then through that, I just started developing the non-negotiable mindset. I stopped negotiating with myself. If I predefined that it was valuable and I had to do it, I did it. And that's just how I've been ever since. And non-negotiable mindset, that's wonderful. I know that you and I touched on the Marvel Universe before, and I always love to ask people that say those sorts of things to me, if you could be one of those characters, what would be your superpower? Oh, my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really thought about it. I, I, would it be strength? Would it be physique? Would it be the ability to love You know, I, I, always, I always think being able to teleport instantly, be somewhere instantly. 
Yeah, love that it. Would, that would be cool. <laughs> now, is more more nowadays, or is less more for you? Do you do you like to less take less is more take time away from everything occasionally? Definitely, but I think you need to cut away the things that aren't serving you, and that goes back to your vision. You need to know what you want. You need to know what you want, otherwise you won't be able to define if you're straying or if you're focused on what you're doing. And now, for me, it's important to take some time to walk in nature or to you know, turn off all my phones and my devices so I try and get all my content and everything done um, because I do put a lot of pressure on myself. But that's something that I've grown necessary. I need that pressure for me because if I don't have that pressure on myself, I will descend back into comfort and pleasure-seeking and not being as goal-orientated or driven as I should be. You know, I, I personally can understand the how easy it might be to go, you know what, it, those past days where I was partying, it was so easy to pick up this and that and take this and that, and it was real fun and I had a great time. I was able to forget for a while. Do you think you'd ever go back to that um, no. as an excuse? No way. I did it I did it to the extreme. and mm. I did it to the point where I've done it. I've done all of that. I've done the Wolf of Wall Street almost type stuff you know and yep. I'm, you know and i and, and i'm not proud of that but i took advantage of the situation i was in because i thought that that was the best thing to do but yep. looking back i didn't take advantage of it i didn't that was the worst thing i could have done yeah did yep. i did i get a lot did i get a lot of um, insight from that yeah definitely Absolutely. Um, a lot of insight to the way people treat treat you and the way people act when they want something out of you so you know there was a very enlightening situation see the thing about all that shows that you can't buy experience you have to live it and you've done exactly that and i'm pretty sure the clients that you work with are benefiting from that and we'll talk about them in a moment now yep. tell us about your past life with addiction and alcoholism when did how long was that was that many years or how long was it uh, i mean the whole time that i was in the music industry i, I had particular occasions where it was more periods of months where it was more than others yep. and that was more of the people that I was hanging with. so yep. it was really relationship and that might have just stemmed from my childhood where I was dependent on my friends because my friends were all I had when you know I didn't have my family around so you know maybe I was looking for something there maybe I just wanted to fit in you know I've still I'm still unpacking that do you find that talking about it and sharing your story helps you to uh, I guess heal definitely yeah fantastic and you we've talked about your your great mate earlier um, yeah. When people are vulnerable, do they turn to you now as, as clients and how important are relationships with them? Definitely. Uh, it's probably the most exciting part and the most beneficial part of what I do is when someone is so vulnerable and they're in a position where they're scared, they're worried, and they come to me seeking advice or they come to me just to have someone to talk to and to listen to, even just to say, hi, how are you doing? You know, they're, they're vulnerable in a way and they need someone to talk to because they're, they're bidding for your attention. It's, it's, a, it's a tough corner to turn to say enough is enough. Tell us about the struggle, that tangential moment where you're going, this is it, I'm making a change. And what struggles did you go through? I think it's important to share. Yeah, well, so my actions were, how would you say, they were enabling the actions of others around me. And I really, really believe in that, in that you know, you're responsible for yourself and everyone else you're networked with. Yeah. And I believe that 100%. And just to see from my business partner, more importantly, in when I was at the Rolling Rock, was, you know, I could have stopped us from doing what we did and, and going as far in the party. And just to see how it's how the results of that have impacted his life is, you know, it still to this day concerns me. It still to this day gives me a bit of anxiety and, and I should have acted better in that situation. And that kind of is what spurs me forward. 
One of the things that I noticed from listening to your other interview is that the movement from one foster care home to another, and that obviously is quite disruptive. But I also learned that uh, your grandparents stepped in at some stage. What sort of role yeah, that they played for you? They had a very, very stable, strict role. Uh, they put me into a private school. Yeah, they were very good to me. They were very, very good to me. Um, but at the time, was it a bit restrictive? I felt it was a bit restrictive, but I was just a kid. Hey. Yeah, yeah. But they were they were critical in my development, definitely in my development at that, at that age. Um, to put myself together, they were there. And, and that old-fashioned that old fashioned experience is probably what I needed and what best served me. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Shay, for sharing. I, I'm really getting a lot out of this, as I'm sure the My Future Business audience as well. Now, tell me, are you keen to have your own family one day? Yes, definitely. Fantastic. Definitely. Excellent. <laughs> now, how has yeah. your, how is your um, sharing your story on podcasts help your clients? Do they listen to them often, do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think people are just curious to hear more about you because for me, I need great presenters. I need, like, like you, Rick, you've been fantastic to be able to talk to someone that can really ask the, ask the hard questions because mm. for me, for myself, it's hard for me to, to ex give that all to my clients in one, in one go. So having someone that can just ask the question straight up is, is so much more helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad you joined me. Now, tell me, what was the genesis of FoxFit Elite Coaching? It's a great name, by the way. Obviously, the, Fox is the surname. Yeah, yeah. And the fit, just, it just is. It's just FoxFit. It's just what came to my mind when I, when I was here. So. <laughs> now, um, you, you hear a lot of people say they wake up in their daily uh, routine and they go through this process and they, they check their mindset. Do you have any sort of mantras or mindset tools that you use of a morning? Of a morning? I don't, I get straight into action. My first thing is as soon as that, that alarm goes off, no matter how I'm feeling, I get up because that's my winning mindset. I believe fully that if you're the first one up, you win. So I just get up and do it anyway and get those little uh, dopamine kicks going, getting those little trivial tasks done, brushing your teeth, getting your meal out of way. This process and this program that I follow is what gets me going. And no matter how I've ever felt in the morning, I've always felt better after I've gotten and it's not words that I repeat. I don't do meditation or anything, but I do do written programming where I write out my goals and I write them continuously. And so I remember them, but I do that of an evening, not of a morning. See, that's the power of the pen, isn't it? You could, it is. you probably don't get the same, I guess, um, results if you type, would you agree? No, no, there's definitely something different about getting a pen and paper out, completely different. Absolutely. Now. I've got a lot of people that I turn to with social media being like it is. I'm flooded by different options, but I, 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 there's a guy that's uh, in my feeds at the moment. Um, I think he's the swole guy, but not only him, David Goggins as well. Yeah. And yep, I don't know about, about you, but he just blows my mind. Do you have people like that in your world? Who do you look to at the moment? I've got my coach at the moment is my mentor is Wes Watson and he's he's phenomenal and I love Jordan Peterson I love his whole oh, way yes. he articulates everything I, I love it he's a phenomenal uh, speaker and I just I really resonate with that and that was one of the things that helped me through what I was what I was going through watching his videos as well he's very down to earth and very misunderstood I would think do, do you Definitely. agree I agree 100 percent. so in terms of personal development what is it and why is it important to the people that you work with well, I think people need to understand that where they are is not where they're going to stay. It'll, they'll stay if they do not have a growth mindset. If you've got a fixed mindset and you don't yep. think your actions are going to help at all, you're going to stay exactly where you are and you're going to sway to your emotional wins. So it's about having that growth mindset, knowing that you can, through your efforts, change the outcome you know, of the situation that you're in. 
So what you think about, you bring about physically and that changes uh, your Definitely. whole life. Now, is it on balance? Do you need everything to get a balanced life, do you think? I mean, depends what you call balance. And that's where it comes into talking with a coach, talking with someone who, who can yeah. kind of see if it is what you're saying is balance. But if people talk about great drinking, I don't believe that is even questionable because I don't believe drinking in any situation is is okay anymore. I don't think drugs in any situation is okay, even a little bit. I think people that have to relax for a drink is, that's an excuse. And I mean, people can do what they want, but I don't allow my clients to go drink. And I, I prefer they don't because yeah. I know what it's like because you remove your your responsibility and you all of a sudden you'll do things that you, and all the stupid things I've done, I've been drunk or high. So. Yeah, wow. And you know, excuses are really just a form of laziness. Would you agree? Definitely. People don't want to be uncomfortable. Like we know they don't. The only reason you make an excuse about it is you don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And this this swole guy that I listen to, he's on there and he's like, hey, hey, you. And he looks down the reel and he says, is that you? You're looking great. You know, how much <laughs> how much is that positive encouragement, not only for you, but for your clients? And how often yeah. do you do it daily? Yeah, the positive encouragement is just seeing them smile. Like I see some of my clients at the gym and just seeing them smile and they know that they've got, they're on the path, they're on a trajectory that's better than what they were and they can see a way out. The weight's dropping off, you know, they're not drinking, they're not doing drugs. You know, the, the relationships that they're with their girlfriends are, are improving. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic seeing those smiles. See, when you get the pump and the endorphins are running, that's, I guess that's a form of, of drugs now, isn't it, really? Definitely, for sure. Yeah, and, and how often do you personally actually train? Do you do it three times a day? Yeah, at times. It depends how I'm feeling because if I've got a lot on that day, I'll work out three, four times a day. But these will just be little micro workouts, so like 50 to 150 push-ups. I'll go hit the floor-to-ceiling ball for a bit. But I do my one workout in the morning, which is my long workout, and that, and that just gets me started. That's where I take out all my anxieties, where I take out all my stress, and that just removes all the negativity that I've got on. Because I wake up quite emotional and negative. I, yep. I don't just this just who I am. I don't know yep. why, but that's I've noticed I always wake up feeling like I, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you so just have to burn it off, don't you? Yeah, just have to get that pump and I always feel phenomenal when I leave the gym. Yeah, always. and you look phenomenal. What you're doing with yourself is just amazing. Now tell me a little <laughs> bit you. about your ideal client. Who are they? What do they look like? What are they going through? My ideal my ideal client is anyone that's struggling, anyone that needs someone to talk to, anyone that has addictions or drugs that they can't get that they can't get off or they can't get over anyone that's struggling with relationships i help with that like my ideal client is anyone that is willing to listen to my advice and understands that or isn't in physical condition and, and needs help getting the weight off and needs help solidifying their their bodily their bodily discipline now i know that there's a lot of people um their modus operandi is either face-to-face -face or a combination of online and face-to-face uh, -face. what do you do is it well i do both i prefer i prefer the face-to-face face-to-face is nice you know because i can meet the person but online's fine zoom these days it's like being face-to-face -face. yeah fantastic so if somebody you're working with actually lapses what's the process how do you get them back on track well they tend to not tell me they oh. tend to not tell me yeah. can you tell if they, though? if they if they do that it'll be close to the end of their the end of their program and they'll go quiet they'll I'll watch their workouts you know they'll stop doing their workouts or they'll miss well, their weight will go up and I'll be like, what did you do on the weekend? What's going on? Yeah. You, you can't lie to me. I've already walked no. this path before you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. how do you, you meet, how, sorry, how do you meet somebody where they are right now? If somebody knew, say I came to you and I had an addiction and how do you meet them where they are? And what, well, what sort just, of plan just, do you do? 
we just talk over over Zoom. So we just schedule in there. We just schedule in a Zoom call, get to know each other, understand what their you know what their limitations are, what they can and can't do, and then we start getting them in the gym, we start getting them in their workouts, get their nutrition dialed in, get you know just understand who they are. But I get a lot of my a lot of my leads from Instagram. So. Yeah, fantastic. Now you've obviously built a community, but at any given point in time, how do they know where you are, and how do you know where they are? Do you have like a community sort of space that you meet, or no? So so. I would be. I would like to work on having a big app where everyone everyone gets in, but they all don't know about each other. So at the moment, it's just it's the one on one. There's no group. There's no group at the moment. Well, I think we're at that point in time that you need to tell us about the three step system. Yeah. So first, it starts. It starts on understanding what you what you can and can't do. So getting an understanding of your schedule and what you need to do. And like I said before, it's dialing in your workouts, and then it's dialing in your habits, and then it's dialing in your nutrition. So how long does that typically take, Shay? Well, we do it over a well, for them, it takes only a one-hour Zoom call or a 60-minute Zoom call. And then after that, it takes me whatever time I have to do to, to get it all done, whatever I've got on. So, you know, it's a, it's a process of it takes me maybe a day to get them all dialed in completely and get them on track for their program. And then, yeah, then we just kick off from there. And then it's this, just a Zoom, one-hour Zoom call every week. This lights you up. I can tell you're passionate yeah. about what you do, and it's a, it's a real credit to you. So keep up the great work. Now, right. tell Thank me a little you. bit about... Um, how it makes you feel when you see somebody's body transform in front of you over a period of time. It, it feels great. Like, I mean, so you look at them dropping their weight over that, over the time. So I see it before, I see it before they see it. They, you know, you see their cheeks suck out, suck out a bit and yep. you know, their skin, they're getting tanned a bit more. They start dressing a little bit nicer. Like you just, you can just tell. You and then they just that weight's dropping. But for me, you know, my biggest transformations have been the people in my one-on-ones, in my uh, face-to-face ones. And he, he was been phenomenal. He dropped like 10 kilos in three weeks. Some ridiculous. It was, it was ridiculous how much weight. Crazy. Yeah. Now, I know that uh, obviously you've got a, a great presence, uh, presence on Instagram. When did you take that up and why did you decide Instagram was your thing? Well, I've always liked Instagram. Um, I've always tried different socials and I couldn't do more than one social at once. I just, I don't, you know, it's a one-man show. If you want a coach you talk to me you don't talk to a virtual assistant you don't talk to anyone like that you talk directly to me so it was too much to manage more than one social but it's probably about six months ago it'd be about maybe yeah yeah six months ago that i started my instagram started really pushing it so time flies doesn't it yeah it does now tell me what's one thing for someone that's struggling that you might listen that's listening in today what would you tell them what's the first thing you tell them to do <laughs> i would say write a bit of a vision for yourself and schedule in the first immediate steps you can do. Just get a schedule because you need, first you need to reset your circadian rhythm. You need to make sure that you're waking up and going to sleep at the right times because those are going to be staples. That, like you can't operate unless you've got a schedule. Like you just can't. Yeah, do you, do you have intention to have a, like a wider presence? Is this likely to go beyond what you've got now? What are the plans for the business? Definitely sure. Well, I would like to, I would like to be speaking on stages. I would like to be, you know, helping as many people as I can. That would be my dream, to speak with other amazing coaches. Like, I'm still up on this journey as well, just learning as I go, because this is all new to me with the podcast and everything, but I love it. It's phenomenal. So, you know, my vision is developing as I go, but my I've got dreams of being on stages in Vegas. I've got street dreams of being on stages in, you know, around the world. So that's that's kind of my long-term vision. Of it. I can see you having your own website with all the, you know, the community centre inside of it. Do you think that might be something you might want to do in the future? Definitely. Getting an audience would be would be nice. But I love the connection that I get one on one. And I mean, 
having Zoom calls with clients is amazing. Just, I, I don't know, I love and I crave that that connection with people and I know other people do as well. So. Will you be going solo from this time out or do you, you know, given that you've got expansion ideas, maybe you'll bring somebody else on? No, I will stay solo for as long as I can because I don't want to, I don't want to give up any of that. That's, that's why I do that's, it. So that's your thing. Look, I can yeah. tell you what, this has been one of those calls that have just been jam packed with so much information. It's been a great call. Now, if anybody was on this call wants to connect with Shay, definitely go to his Instagram feed. You'll be very much impressed like I was. I'll be making sure to put the links back to Shay's Instagram. Uh, is there anywhere else that people can find you, Shay, or is it primarily Instagram? It's primarily Instagram. Well, there you go. I'll, again, I'll be making sure that that link is below this post, no matter where you see it. You will definitely find the link back to Shay and all of his wonderful work. Make sure you check it out. And with all that being said, Shay, thank you so very much for joining me on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you very much, Rick. Loved it. Thank <laughs> you.